Welcome to Coffee Confessions with Cody and Felicia. I like how you just like went right into that. I was like <laughs> legit. <laughs> Threw saw- me off for a second. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> I, oh, so we chit chat before we do these and I like, oh, we're starting now. So I'm just going to hop right into it. But happy belated Mother's Day. We hope it was fantastic, even yeah. though you was in quarantine. Well, a lot of people, I think they're like, they opened up like their their country, <laughs> the country's been opened up, but their states opened up. But I think it's still like, still pretty much quarantined, right? Like, I think only a few places opened up. So I mean, I if, think places are opened up, but I don't think many people traveled. Like, unless yeah. you were local to your mom, like that would be different. I would have went and seen my mom, but my mom lives 24 hours away from me. Like, if you drove mm-hmm. straight through. So... I didn't get to see my mom. I sent my mom an Instapot for her. Oh my gosh. Her. I just, I made, I made my mom a craft. So you're like, <laughs> well, I sent her an Instapot cause she's really been wanting one. And her thing, her theme was red. And of course, Amazon prime, just like here, here's a red Instapot that your mom's oh, yeah. been wanting. And I was like, sold. <laughs> there you go, mom. Sold. So. No, I made my mom like a little canvas. I let the girls like paint. Well, so like fun fact here over you know this quarantine i bought a cricket or circuit machine um or whatever they're called cricket circuit i don't remember okay everybody calls them circuit but they're legit spelled like cricket Cricket, right that's okay so i'm not crazy okay (laughs) um so i bought one of those and i've been doing all the projects with it but i taught myself how to do like a reverse canvas so i made um her a canvas the girls painted flowers on the back of it and and then I did vinyl like I heat pressed vinyl to it and it said all the different names that my kids have called her like with each kid my mom has gotten a new grandma name so with Kyler at first it was like well with my niece it was grandma and then Kyler called her gamba or gamba gamba and then when Charlie and then Kyler started to call her maga because she heard me call her mama so she tried to say that, and then it turned into with Charlie. She started calling her Maga, and then Gaga. So now, I made her a canvas with all of the names that her grandbabies have called her. <laughs> but you're mom. over here like winning the game with the instant pot because I think. <laughs> okay, so like, I, would... I don't diss my siblings, but gifts are my love language. So every holiday or every birthday or every whatever you get gifts for like I'm on top of it with my parents and like I have two younger siblings they're eight and nine and so I'm on top of it with just like them like well you guys I guess but like my close friends and like my parents and my those two siblings um like I'm super on top of and so my mom's been wanting one and I was like well it's Mother's Day like has she gotten it yet has she opened yeah she got it but this listen to my story it was a little bit irritated so I'm the one who like follows through right all the time yeah she will expect a gift from like not expect it but But she's like she's not gonna forget Yeah. yeah she expects like a gift a phone call whatever well um my brother is currently up there with them and his family and um my mom texts me this morning so I ordered my Instapot like two weeks ago and everything's slow because of corona so it was delivered today or like scheduled to be delivered today and my mom texts me this morning at like 10 o'clock and she's like oh, well look what I got and she sends me a picture of a freaking egg Instapot and I was like <laughs> what the hell like is that mine like I didn't order a pioneer woman like what the is going on somebody else got her my one. brother got her one and I was like and I told Mark I was like I don't know what to do like I don't want to call and like ruin my gift but I also don't want her to like open that and then like because it's harder to return on Amazon when I'm far yeah. away so I called her and I was like mom don't open it like I got you one and so she had already opened it within like two seconds <laughs> I was like, she was like patient woman but um yeah, so I don't know if she's going to return it or not. I told her to return it because I ordered mine two weeks ago, and he probably bought his yesterday. So, um, What a little jerk. I know. I was so – he was like – "Where?" I guess my mom said that. She was like, everybody says they're going to put gifts from you. And I was like, no. Like, you can't take my mantra, like, just because I'm on top of my game. But anyways, that's a whole other 
Whole other story. Uh, my mom was like, are you going to get me sherry berries? I was like, mom, that's a lot of money for some damn chocolate covered strawberries. No, I'm getting, I'm making you a craft. Like <laughs> I was like, I get crafts from my kids. You're getting crafts from your kids. Okay. Typically Thank you don't do, like, I typically send my parents a gift card because I can just stick a stamp on it. And yeah. It. But, so easy. Um, That's like typically what I go for. But with quarantine and all, I was like, well, we'll just like Mark just something fun this year yeah. yeah a little something nicer and so like he sent his mom Mark sent his mom like a big old bouquet of flowers and I sent my mom an insta pot and apparently my mom <laughs> copied my idea but that's oh, well if you guys can't tell obviously we're going to talk about our mamas today because I mean they're just like they're the reason the we are the mom yeah and we're the reason we are the mamas we are so I mean, I hope that you guys enjoy this. I'm excited to talk about my mama. I know Felicia's excited to talk about her mom. And so we're just Fun excited fact, to jump into the song. We've met each other's moms too. So like we've never, I was thinking, I was we, like, did she get to meet my mom this Christmas? Like when she was here? I couldn't remember. I didn't meet your mom at Christmas. I met your mom when, when I was in the hospital. hospital. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we were just like unstable friends then and I met your mama so look at that I was visiting I her in the hospital and like, this was like in the early stages of her friendship and I was like, like a couple weeks yeah I was like we're friends to where we talk a lot and I feel like I should visit her and she's got nobody there but I also mm-hmm. like I don't know if this is crossing a boundary because you know but whatever oh I it was so sweet I loved that it was so <laughs> sweet okay so Felicia what is like one piece of advice that your mom gave you when you were little that you didn't listen to her and that you wish you would have listened to her about. It could be anything. It doesn't have to be like a serious advice, but anything. Okay. Well, you think about it. Cause I already know mine. So <laughs> y'all, let me tell you what, listen to your freaking moms. Okay. Because my mom, I'm going to take it back to 2009. I just graduated high school and my stepmom at the time had started dental assistant school at like a, like at a tech school. And, um, I'm just moved back to Arizona to live with, like, I had broke up with my high school boyfriend and moved back to Arizona. Um, and I wanted to live with my dad because my mom was living in a small apartment with like my other brother and sisters. And it was just like cramped and I just didn't want to deal with it. And my dad had a bigger house and more space. So my stepmom was starting this school and y'all, let me say it again. Listen to your freaking mothers. So I move in and she's like, I'm starting this school. And you know, your dad says, if you're going to live here, you either have to get a job or you have to go to school. And I'm like, okay, well I will do both because you know, one, I want my own money and two, obviously like I had already planned to go to college. So I need, you know, it's like, duh, obviously. And so um, my mom had been has worked in dental for like 28 years. She's been a receptionist. She's worked in a ton of different offices. She has a, like just so much knowledge on it. So I tell my mom like, hey, mom, um, I'm actually going to go to this tech school for dental assisting. And my mom said, Cody, do not do that. She's like, you can be trained chair side for dental assisting. You're going to take on a lot of student debt. And then you're going to end up usually with a, cert- a certificate that you can't even use you know, or, you know, dentists want somebody with experience. You're only going to have schooling with no experience. Get, just do the chair side training. I'm like, uh, mom, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Like, whatever, I'm going to do this because I have to go to school and I'm, you know, so long story short. Hi, my name's Cody. I'm 30 years old and I have thousands of dollars in school debt that I don't even have a job in doing that. So listen to your mamas. My my dad is very big on like, my dad is like a master's. Like if there's like three times master's, that's my dad. Like he's educated to the max and <laughs> he's done it since like I was a kid. So he's literally been in school for like ever. Wow. Um, he like started late to the game, I guess you would say though. Right. So he, yeah. he like enrolled in school when I was a kid. So um, my dad is very huge. I'm like, you're not doing this. You're not doing this. You're not doing this. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm like, okay. I don't know. And when, yeah, yeah. What is your dad telling you? You're like, yeah. yeah. I mean, your dad was so intimidating when I met him. So I'd been like, yep. Yep. yep that's okay. exactly. My dad is very intimidating, and especially when it comes to like schooling and stuff and like math and all of that. I'm like, I trust my dad. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I'm not confident, but I feel like there's a bunch of things that my mom, I don't want to say like told me or I don't know. Like, I just feel like there's a bunch of things. Like one of those things where like, I've seen memes where it says like, mom, 
you were right about everything like that that type of thing it's like wow like when you're like 16 and they're telling you or even at my age when I was like 19 and she was telling me that I'm like yeah there's things that pop up and I'm just like like okay like with name brand and like I wasn't super big into the name brand things, but you're like, oh, I want, you know, Chef Bacardi. Yeah. I don't want great value. My mom's like, there's literally no difference. <laughs> and so yeah, now, and now we're buying the groceries yeah, and you're now like, that she I was right. It, there is no difference. Like, honey. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree 100%. Like, I was the same. I'm like, why can't we get the name brand? And I'm like, like, oh, you know what? I think this is important. I think we should backtrack a little bit so people kind of understand where we're coming from with like these little like fun like questions that we have to answer like so I think they need to hear like the backstory on your mom like what makes your mom your mom you know what I mean like you already know a little bit about my my mom's story but yeah let's hear some about your mom because like so my mom was a lot like your mom (laughs) my mom really um well yeah my mom my mom uh let's go back (laughs) my mom my mom's mom came from like 12 kids. So like really? my great grandma had like 12 of them. But um, so my mom's mom, my grandma and my Thea Linda, I think you met her for some reason. I feel like you met her. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I met any of your aunts. She is. So she's kind of like my grandma. She's technically my Thea, whatever. They, my grandma was a um, single mom and so was my Thea. So they kind of raised their kids together so Mm -hmm. they're sisters right and so um that's kind of how like my mom was raised just her um and her mom and then my Thea and her son so it was just like the four of them for a lot of their life and so one thing my mom always told me was like don't ever make your child an only child and like I don't think I realized how much it meant until I had my own children, my mom can cry about it to this day. Like when my mom finally passed, my grandma passed from cancer and an accident and different things like that. But when my grandma finally passed, like my mom says like not one of her biggest regrets or like, what is that word? You know, like something that she holds against her mom, um, like not holds it against her, but that she wished she had a sibling because nobody like resent, much... like almost like a resent. Yeah, because like yeah. as much as she loves her Thea and stuff, like you don't know what it was like to lose your mom. You know, like yeah, yeah you might have lost your mom, but like this was my mom. You know, and you mm-hmm. don't you don't relate to that. So she always like, don't ever you know, please don't ever make my babies like you know an only baby. Like please, 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 and it never like really occurred to me. And then we had Natalie, and like it kind of hit, right? Like if we were to die, it would just be Natalie. And so I told Mark, like, I don't care really when we have another baby, but like, I never want her to be an only child. So um, that's kind of my like background. Um, My mom is Hispanic and um, there was four of us for the longest time. Um, My dad worked a lot, went to school, we were poor, <laughs> like we were dirt poor, but I will say that one thing that I really loved about my parents was like, I never knew I was poor until Same. I was older. Yeah. So, um, like we lived on like beans and right. And I'm not saying like in a bad way, but we were just poor, but we never really realized it. You know, like my parents always made like the best of what we had. And we always thought we had like the best. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it was four of us for the longest time. My mom, because being an only child, she wants like the biggest family that she can ever have. So um, have babies so you don't have like 12 of them. But <laughs> so my mom ends up with six, six of us. Um, and that's kind of my mom, really. We, she homeschooled us for a lot of her um like our elementary years. I didn't know that. Then you're probably over there rocking it with Natalie right now. Oh, <laughs> she, so we were poor, right? We couldn't afford all those cool clothes and all of these things. So um, my mom homeschooled us for most of our elementary. My mom is, my mom is fantastic. <laughs> my mom has taught all of our family, like all of my siblings to read. She has taught half of my cousins to all read my mom has like a very big passion for children like whether she could adopt a child um whether she could foster children whether she could have babies whether she could take on somebody's babies like she just has a very big heart for like teaching and caring and loving for kids so I think that's part of the reason that she's big into homeschooling is because she gets that like 
it like fills her cup, you know, like, yeah, that yeah. Hands -on, it's like, like her outlet. Yeah. Yeah. She gets that hands on, like I get to teach and, you know, help them learn. And so she has, she really has, she, she's really great at it. Um, and that's really it. But like, that's where she comes from. And that's where I came from. I am my mom's <laughs> twin. Like we can, we can show pictures from when she was a kid and you can be like, who's this Felicia angel? And it's me or my mom. Like it's That's how my mom and my sister are too. It's kind of freaky. <laughs> yeah. It's super freaky. Um, I look a lot like my mom. Um, yeah, that's my mom. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't right. know. There's not much to it, but yeah. Um, and we'll learn more about her as we get into it. I just wanted them to know, like, kind of like when we talk about like, you know, these like advice or these experiences, like it made sense. Like with my mom, my mom is a teen mom. Actually, she had me when she was, I think if you do the math, she was like 15, maybe six. No, she was definitely like 15 when she had me. And yeah, then she my had my was, sister. I think she was something her? like that when she had her first baby. She yeah. was a teen. Yeah. And so she had me and then right 13 months later, she had my sister and then she and she got married to my dad and then she was divorced and she got remarried and she had got pregnant with twins, my twin brother and sister. So she had four kids by the time she was 19. And I'm and I think back like when I was 19, I was more worried about like sneaking into bars than I you know, I couldn't just I could not imagine raising four kids at 19 because it's a lot of pressure being 30 with four kids, you know, right. and I just can't imagine that. Um, and actually that that second marriage she was in was really abusive and the man she was married to I remember the night we left he had held a gun to my mom's head in the shower and I just remember like her waking us up and then us like leaving and then just being at my grandma's house and so my mom raised us and um by herself like we were and like you said like same with you like we were poor and I didn't realize it but like we were poor like yeah. To the point where it was like we were living in a single wide trailer and we had rats and we would like go visit my grandma for the weekend and we would come back and my mom would go into the trailer first to see like how many rats were like dead in the mouse traps before we would come in. And I remember like when like so mind you, my mom's probably at this point, maybe like in her early twenties, like we had she had bought her first trailer like a double wide and girl let me tell you what I thought we were hot shit no, big we money went up, when you go up from a single wide to a double, to a wide, double wide it's like a whole home <laughs> it's literally so, double the size we did it the really same. is <laughs> so we went to that double wide and before our single wide was like uh, my I grew up around horses like my grandfather was like, like I come from a family of cattle ranchers and so um we lived on my grandpa's ranch next to a barn. So that's really, really like we weren't nasty. We just like lived next to a barn. So there's hay in the barn. There's horses everywhere. There's going to be rats. So um, we moved into like a, a neighborhood. And if you're from the wet, like I'm sure even in Texas, like a lot of the neighborhoods are like they consist of like kind of like um, double wides. All, you know what I mean? Like a out in the desert sort of look it's a lot of double wides like but in a neighborhood setting so that's kind of what we moved to and I was like Shh, can't touch me I, I live in a double wide now um and then eventually she got remarried to a soldier and we moved to Fort Bragg and we had a pretty like easy life from like middle school till I was a junior in high school and then they divorced and um one of the main thing I'll never get out of my head is the day that they divorced or, you know, my mom and him called it quits. My mom was on the phone with my grandpa who passed a couple of years ago. It was her dad. And I think when she, after she said this was the moment that I realized how hard my mom worked and how much she struggled as a, like during that time. Because like you said, when you're young, you don't realize, you don't know the money problems that your family has. You don't know how hard your mom or your dad is working to keep the roof over your head and make sure that you have those rice and beans or you have ramen noodles to eat and Tostino's pizzas. Like, like we were eating like the slint, like the cheap stuff. But she said to him, I just, she's like, I don't care if he leaves me, dad. I just don't want to struggle again. Struggling is hard. And she was crying when she said it. And I still like, I get like all the 
the emotions when I even think about that, because I'm like, you know, it really impacted her to be that young and raise us by herself and struggle to keep us going. And, you know, she was like, she knew the struggle was coming again and she was scared and it just made me feel bad for her. But she, she made it through. She's a badass. Like I don't, I, I can't, I can't, there's not really even words for her to describe her. She's just a badass woman. There's really um, not words to describe your mom. Like you think about it and I'm like, I know all of these things that my mom are, my mom is, yeah. but to like put it out in words, it's just like, what do you want me to say? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She did that. She done that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She was just really, there was four of us and we were very poor. My dad worked all the time. Like there's four kids at home, you know, a house to pay. Yeah. She um, probably did it a lot like we did. Like, you yeah, know, she you really know, did. You have a my partner, dad, but they're not, they're not there. My like, dad would work all day from like five, four or five in the morning, um, like in construction. And then he would go to school overnight and then he would come home and sleep for a couple hours and then do the same. I remember like my mom keeping us quiet and we couldn't go like down the back hallway. We lived in the same house. It was, my mom tells me, she was like, I was like, mom, I really, so I'll tell you when I first realized we were poor, I was 19, 19. Yeah. I was definitely like way old. I was married and I fed Mark a bowl of beans. And to me, that is like good eats right there. Like I love it. Mark was like, what the hell is this? I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I slaved all day over these beans. And he was like, this is like a side. There's like no rice or nothing. And I was like, no, like, this is what I ate growing up. What do you mean this is a side? <laughs> and here you are. You're like serving him like your comfort food. Like, yeah, probably like, it was something was that's like comforting. Yeah, food. This is what my mom ate. And like, we preferred this. Like, this is what we had. And he was like, no. And so then I would, like, my mom laughs about it. She was like, honey, like, we were poor. And I was like, well, I didn't know it till now. Like, my husband called me out. And so she, we talk about it sometimes, you know, when you're older, you talk about yeah, not like the struggles per se, but like how life was when like, like hindsight. Yeah. yeah like versus well, now versus it, yeah. And from like what my mom saw. And I was like, we lived in a three bedroom house. The rent was like, I don't know, like 300, $400 back then. Right. And right. that was a lot. Like that was a lot. For, we live in an $1,100 home, like whatever it is, yeah. like $1,200 home. And like back then that was like a lot and my dad was working all these hours you know and my mom was literally I remember I don't know if you guys ever shopped there or you remember we would shop at save a lot like we would go to this and there's one here and so when I saw it I was like mom there's a save a lot (laughs) um it's kind of like Aldi but a lot cheaper like the almost expired goods um and I was like mom there's a save a lot and she was like don't shop there (laughs) like we're out of that stage and so um like you just you don't really think there's so many things to describe your mom you know like it's you just can't yeah you can't put put it into one words but one thing I thought we would be kind of cool is like what in what ways do you think you're like your mom I feel like that like is a better way to like yeah describe her oh man me and my mom are like Okay, me and my mom are a lot alike, but we're also really different. My mom, my mom will buck up to anybody. She don't care. Like my dad, when they were teenagers and married, he was either drunk or high. I don't remember. He tried to fight my mom and he hit my mom. My mom grabbed him by the throat and put him up against the wall and beat his ass. Mm -hmm. Like she beat my dad up. And she just has this fire in her that she's like, she's not afraid to tell you what she's thinking. She's, she, she'll buck up to you. And if you buck up to her, she's not going to back down. And like, I'm not like, that. I'm like, I say like, Oh, I'm I'll you know, I, I, I talk a good talk, but really I'm like, I don't like confrontation. I don't. So, but I think I, underneath that she's like soft and sensitive and, I think that's kind of like not an act, but I just think she just kind of hides that because she's vulnerable. And I think I am more of that vulnerable side of her. I just show it more. Yeah. So I think that's how we're like. And uh, I think that's, I don't know. My mom is just like, she's kind of goofy when she wants to be, but I'm, I don't know. We're, we're actually a lot more different than we are alike, but it, it works out well for us. What about you and your mom? Right. You would say that you're a lot different, but yeah, we call our mom every single day. <laughs> I know. Honestly, though, my mom calls me mostly to talk to my kids. She'll, we gossip and stuff too, but 
she calls me every morning at like when she's getting ready for work and on her way home from work and mainly just to see what the kids are up to but also like she'll you know she'll bitch about her day or we'll talk about her and her boyfriend in the morning and stuff like it doesn't matter what we talk about we always talk though almost every single day like we're talking and if we're not my mom will be like my mom tells me all the time you're gonna be the one who missed me most when she literally this is how she starts a phone call with me the other day she's like oh I heard your ringtone you're gonna miss me when I'm dead and I'm like what (laughs) (laughs) she's like yeah, you're going to be the one who misses me the most when I'm dead. And I'm like, okay, okay. like this <laughs> no is shit. real south. Like, I don't know what we're talking about right now, but. Um, so how are you and your mama like, just that you talk every day? Like, oh, uh, I don't, we cook, we can cook like yeah. none other. And I can cook from scratch. That is one thing. Like, I'm so thankful that my mom taught me is. Like, I love to cook, but I was forced it as a child, you know? Like, you're going to get in the yeah, kitchen and learn that yeah. you can know these skills. And um, I'm super grateful for that today because, like, me and my mom can go into a kitchen with, like, a bag of flour and some rice and make you a three-course meal. Like, mm, it's yes. – that's something that I'm – we're very similar in. Um, we're very cheap, per se. <laughs> like, I don't have to have name-brand things to be happy. Um, my brother was very into, like – I need the high end, right? Like I need the name brand. I can't wear Walmart. Like I have to wear, you know, like Hollister. That was the thing when I was whatever, um, in high school. (laughs) Same. um, Same. So that's one thing we're like very like cheap, I guess. Like I'm okay with Walmart clothes and she's okay with Walmart clothes. Um, I don't know. And we look a lot alike. So those are the ways we're like. (laughs) So, um, when did you like, realize like you were grown up now like you it was like you weren't like your mom couldn't mother you and well okay obviously your mom mothers you all the time but like when when did you kind of hit that point where you're like oh god like it's on me now like I have to like walk the walk that she taught me I mean I know I think once for one when you got married and you kind of like you weren't just like this oh you know like oh it's just kind of live my life it's like oh now I'm like the wife and like this is a home you know and so yeah I think you went from that I went from that stage of like not were you living at home when you met Mark yeah um yeah I got married when I was 18 <laughs> yeah um, that makes sense. so um uh, that had to be crazy because I was like I'll go into mine after you finish but yeah that was that had to be crazy going from home to like wife yeah. Well, I was like in um <laughs> like school, you know, in college and all of that right, stuff. Yeah. I was working and different things. So home was basically where we were. The sleep. Yeah. Um, where you sleep? Where I slept. Um, you know, my mom, my dad worked all the time. He was in school. My mom um was teaching. She was um she used to work as a pharmacy technician. So um home was just home and you know, like outside you have all of your life and you come home and lay down. So yeah. um I think, I think more so when you kind of became a mom, because you see all those things like your mom felt and you went through. And I think once I got married, um, like I still talk to my mom a lot, but not near as much as I talk to my mom now that I've had a babies. Um, and so I think like when, I guess when you hit that stage of motherhood, you go from being like that mother daughter to kind of like that friend relationship. Like she's always going to be my mom and I'm always going to be your daughter, but we also have like that friend connection now. And it's not just so much like, Oh, I don't want to talk to you. Like you're my mom, you know? Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's when I kind of, it kind of hit me. Like I have a friendship with my mother versus just like that mother daughter type of relationship. I think mine, like, when I realized, like, oh, like, I'm, I'm an adult, like, I have to make choices for myself, like, mom, like, mom is just, you know, now kind of, like, guiding, like, guiding me, more as raising me, was I, so, like, back when I said, like, I went to school, I was, like, 19, well, maybe I wasn't 19, it was closer to 20, I don't remember, I turned 21 in North Carolina, and, I mean, in Arizona, and then, um, I was wanting to go visit like two of my best friends out here in North Carolina. So I had bought a plane ticket with my tax return. I flew out to North Carolina and my friends were like, just don't go back. Just stay here in North Carolina. Like 
don't go back. And I'm like, I have to go back. My mom, like my mom's in Arizona and all my stuff. And I don't have a car and I don't have a job or anything. And my friend was like, well, just call your mom and see what she says. And I was like, okay, well, I already know what my mom's going to say. My mom's going to tell me that I need to come back and then, you know, save up money and go. So I was like, whatever, I'll call her. And this is literally like the day before I'm supposed to get on the airplane and fly back to Arizona. And I told, I was like, mom, you know, I'm thinking that I might not come back tomorrow. And I was like, kind of like, um, not wincing, but you know, like you're kind of like waiting in preparation for her to be like, what the hell are you thinking? But she was like, Cody, you're 21 years old. Like, if you want to stay, stay. If that's where you think that you need, you want to be and where you need to be, then stay there. And I was like, I like kind of pulled the phone from my ear. I'm like, what the hell did she just say? Like, I, mom, I needed you to tell me to get my ass on that plane. But I'm really glad that I listened to her because a year later I met my husband and I got married and, and here I am. So yeah, that was a moment where I was kind of like, Oh, okay. I guess she really can't tell me what to do anymore. Like she just can kind of give me advice now, but like, there's no consequence. Like the only consequences to my actions now are up to me. Like the punishment won't be from mom anymore. It'll be an outside, you know, <laughs> the government. Exactly. Yeah. Like it'll be bigger and badder for sure. You're not going to be in your room. You're going to be in jail. So <laughs> <laughs> Go to your jail. So. Then mom would come and tell you all kinds of things. So, um, what would you, um, like, what is something like if you're like, does your mom listen to the podcast? Y'all like, you want to hear something hilarious? I told my mom <laughs> when we first started the podcast, I was like, did you listen to my podcast? And she goes, well, I tried to listen to it a little bit, but it just sounded like you and Felicia talking back and forth with each other. I was like, mom, that is literally what a podcast <laughs> is. She was like, oh, so I don't know if she listens to this. But my mom does. Your- so she, my mom literally, this is what my mom told me. She's like. I only listened to like the first two episodes. Is that bad? Should I be listening to my daughter's podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care what you're Sometimes doing. I'm like, I'm like kind of glad that they don't because it takes a little bit of pressure. I feel like off of me because I don't really care what anybody else thinks, but like, I wouldn't want my mom to be like, Cody, you sound like an idiot. Like, you know what I mean? I would take that. My mom would straight up tell me to like, don't. And so yeah. I like made a joke with Mark and he apparently listened to our podcast. <laughs> really? Was, all like, of them? I don't know about all of them, but topics that spark his interest, like, because oh what gosh. something happened. The other Good thing I edit the beginning of these. <laughs> Shut up, Cody. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, so the other day he said something and he was like, yeah, I'm not going to like do your dishes anymore or whatever. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, yeah, I heard what you said. And I was like, I didn't say nothing. And he was like, yeah, on your podcast, you're there talking about me. I was like, you don't listen to my podcast. And he was like, yeah, I do. And he legit like said like two parts from two like different episodes. He's like, yeah, when you told Cody that you go and change all the dishes around. And I was like, I didn't say it to your face. And he's like, no, he just told the whole world. And so he's gonna come at me again after this. But I was like, I'm. I don't know if he just listened to the part that we post or what. But he called me out on those. So she said, Lifted. she said sometimes. Um, but also she's got a hectic life going on right now. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, if she was listening, what would you thank her for the most? Like out of everything, if you had to pick one thing, what would it be? Oh, I don't know if I could pick one thing. There's okay, it doesn't have to be just one, but like, you can. There's just a lot of things she, I mean, to cook for one, I'm super grateful for that for, um, I don't know. Like I, I don't know. I learned how to be a mom from her. So like, I'm thankful Mm -hmm. for that, you know, like she taught me to be a good mom and there's things that I, (laughs) she taught me to be a very good mom. So Mark, I'll be like, (laughs) I don't know. We believe in the googies, right? I tell my kids about the googies. I tell your kids about the googies. <laughs> yeah. So, All last um, summer, Colt was terrified. Um, but he'll tell me. I'm like, Colt, you want those googies to get you? No, no. <laughs> I'm like, well, we better get in here. But anyways, um, like I, I forgot where I was gonna go with my story, but um, she just taught me how to be a good mom. You know, like how to, you know, you get up with your babies. Um, I'm very like very. I don't want to say like hands-on like helicopter mom, but I'm very paranoid. And I got that from my mom. My mom is very paranoid. Like, you know, the cuckoos will grab you or take you. And so I'm very like, <laughs> look over my shoulder all the time. <laughs> so like I tell Mark, the kids can't walk behind you. They need to walk in front of you because you can't see if somebody takes your kid from behind you. So oh, yeah. that's like 
it's just like that's one thing yeah didn't you say your mom taught you to put the cups face downwards so that a cockroach doesn't climb in them and poop it's literally what she told me and I don't know if it's just because she liked her dishes that way but I was always paranoid even now like when I see Mark put my dishes away (laughs) we're gonna have roach poop in our cups because Mark puts them face up so (laughs) Um, if you're wondering what that is, so when I was a kid and I was putting the dishes away, my mom would always say, she said, it's a Mexican tradition or her mom taught her that or whatever. But, um, she said, you always had to put your cups and your bowls and your bottles and all of those things, um, facing down. Because if you didn't, if you had any bugs, cause we were poor and we had lots, oh, lots of bugs. Um, <laughs> we had lots of bugs. We would have roaches fall from the ceiling. But anyways, <laughs> sorry, I'm like. I'm like taking it back. To I hope everybody's childhood. getting the visual. She's getting the visual for I everybody. Am. Just so I'm you. going back to my childhood, like doing dishes and roaches would fall from like the ceiling vents, like, and we would freak out. But anyways, um, my mom would always say, you have to put like the cups and stuff face down because the bugs that we had as kids would crawl in them and like lay eggs that you couldn't see or, you know, would walk all over them or whatever. And then you would just go and put your drink in it and you would drink roach crap so (laughs) yeah that is kind of I think if I was going to thank my mom for one thing it would be okay what I want to say I'm probably not going to say because I don't want to step on any toes here I'll text you about it what I was going to say later um but I want to just I would say it wouldn't be from my child okay Okay, I'm going to do two things. One thing you, from my childhood and one from now. <laughs> so one thing from my childhood would be that she never gave up. Because if I would have been dealt the hand that she was dealt, I probably would have gave up. And I bet probably there were times where she felt like she was ready to. And I mean, I'm sure I've witnessed her at her breaking point. But I'm just really proud of her that she never gave up. And she raised four good kids who, you know, we just, we got the lesson. Like, we get it. We, like we understood her we understand now her sacrifice that she did for us because she went without for a long time so we could have the things we wanted but that was my, my second sure. yeah the second thing would be I want to thank her for loving my kids so like so fiercely and that they have like that gaga like it makes me kind of emotional but like I'm just really glad that they have a stable grandparent in their life who loves them and they know it. Like, you know what I mean? Like everybody has like that grandma that's like your favorite grandma. And you know what I mean? When they, when they pass, like it takes a part of you with them. And then you have the, like your extended family where it's like, Oh, we're going to go see grandma so-and-so. And And it's like, you could care. Like, that sounds bad, but like you could care less if you see them or not. It's like, you know what I mean? I'm happy that my kids, their their person as a grandma is my mom yeah. because I'm super I know how awesome that. she is. My, I mean, my my mother-in-law is great with my kids. Like, don't get me wrong there. And I'm sure Mark would say it like if it was roles reversed, Mark would say he would. Yeah, he would be. Yeah, his, but yeah, my yeah. mom is like. She's your person, so it makes you feel good. That like, my kids when love it's... her because my kids yeah. can recognize her on the phone or hear her voice and they'll know exactly who Or want is. to call, they'll be yeah. like is yeah. that Mima? Is that Mima? And yeah. my mom was like so dedicated on she wanted to be. You have to post, please, like post tomorrow Natalie's reaction at Christmas oh, time when you surprised them. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, and she loves them. We talked to my mom, like, they'll be like, hi, Mima. And it's just, it's, it is such a great feeling. And I know my mom loves my babies. I would say I'm super thankful for that, of course, always, but that my mom was there for the birth of my babies like that's oh my gosh yeah so big to me and for Bennett we had a whole meltdown because we didn't think he was gonna come yeah you said she did and she, she, yeah, she was like I feel like her friend nothing like, what do you want to do it's like I can't spit this kid out any faster so she came in on a, like a Sunday or Monday and that was like his due date like I think she came in on a Sunday and his due date was Monday that's kind of how we've always done it um and that was his due date and he waited till like Friday he didn't come till a Friday and she was leaving Tuesday so it was Wednesday or Thursday that she had a so you had a whole week over yeah I was um no I was 40 and three um but my other two I had them at 39 so um it was 
she came in right before his due date and then she was leaving Tuesday and he still wasn't here like Wednesday or Thursday or something. And she had a whole meltdown. Like she was like, I mean, tears <laughs> were rolling, like snot was coming and she was like, no, this Aww. is going to be the only baby I miss because I have to go home. And then I was all sad and I was like, I <laughs> and then Bennett came. Like, Bennett, if you don't evacuate right? my body and right now. Later. It probably sent me into labor. Yeah, but. my mom my mom has been like with me with everyone and on for Kyler and Colt it was just well with Kyler I had a lot of people in the room but with Colt it was just me and my mom because I had a lot of people in my room yeah oh uh yeah I had a lot of people in my room and there were people in there that I wanted but also like girl oh my god I had a whole yeah yeah because I had a lot I had a whole classroom of like observers watching me give birth and I'm like um hi yeah this is my vagina please turn your heads like I'm not ready and I didn't I was in so much pain because my epidural didn't work and so I was like having a natural labor and they they rolled you know, we Girl, that's it. They rolled me. We're gonna do a whole like birth story episode. <laughs> they rolled me up. to yes, my hands like... and knees, and I can remember like my whole caboose and everything was in the air, and I just heard people talking, and I was like, "Somebody cover oh, no. up my asshole!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. But, so I definitely, yeah, my mom, the only baby my mom wasn't there for was Knox, and that's only because like my her my sister needed I had three kids at that point and my sister and my mom needed to tag team like my trio at the time and I really kind of like I really wanted my mom there but I also I like when I had Charlie D was there but I didn't get to have that like moment with him because Charlie's birth was really scary and so Knox was going to be our first baby where we got that first like real husband and wife experience of like bringing the baby into the world because he was gone for Kyler Charlie's was super traumatic and then Colt he was gone for Colt so I really kind of wanted that just me and him that's that was the only people that I wanted there so at the hospital when Bennett was born she was here with the two little ones um because when I went into labor it was like five in the morning and so we didn't think he was going to come as fast as he came so we were like yeah we'll go into the hospital and like check in and just start like continue labor and then when the kids wake up or you can wake them up at seven or whatever and then just bring them up Bennett was born like an hour after I got to the yeah. hospital. So she yeah. wasn't. My mom gave me all the hard time about it too. She was like, my first baby I ever missed. I'm like, really? You were going to give me a hard time right now because I wanted to have a moment with my husband? Okay, yeah. wait a minute. So <laughs> my dad was like, what do you mean you wasn't there? Like, you flew up there to be there. And we're like, well, we didn't know he was coming so fast. But um, I mean, she was here, you know, like she's she yeah she up. got those baby yeah, snuggles she came yeah up literally a couple hours after he was born or an hour or whatever after he was born and so that was like one thing like I have pictures of my mom like with each of my babies on the day they were born and like that is something Same, that yeah. I will forever like here. yeah because even as like a, a like a woman like when I had Kyler I was just like oh my god I need my mom yeah. like this is crazy even if Dee was there or not I like I would not have pushed that child I mean, out without still my mom. I mean, there's still things that I told my mom I've been a mother for six years, and I'm like, Mom, what is going on? Like, what is this? What is this stuff? <laughs> yeah, and same, like, even, like, with my Crohn's disease, like, let me tell you what, and I'm sure you feel the same with your endometriosis. Get sick. Get really sick, and you, and the only person you're going to want is your mom. Okay, I promise you. I've laid in the hospital. Sick, but... really <laughs> okay, don't, don't get it, but, don't, you know, but I, you... <laughs> yeah, like, if you, I don't know, it's, it's kind of a surreal feeling. Like I, when I got sick with Crohn's, I, I never in my life had seen my mom worry about me so much than when I got sick. You know what I mean? Like when I had my babies, obviously she was like concerned, but more excited. But you know, when I got sick and I got, I've gotten wheeled off for surgeries and that's what I'm saying. I think like when you turn from like, when you go from not just the wife stage either, you know, but I feel like once you become a mom, you kind of turn from that mom daughter relationship to that like mom, mom, friend, friend kind of relationship, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I mean, I always, I still call my mom like, mom, like what is going on? But it's something yeah. like when I'm sick or like when I got my diagnosis after calling Mark, like my mom was the next person I called. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like I think it's super 
it's hard. It's hard. And it, you know, what's really hard is living so far away. From oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. That was like the next thing I was going to say, get out of my head, Linda. Jeez. It's so hard. Like It is. I was thinking about that yeah, today. Yeah. I, I think about it often, especially like days like today, like how, and I, I know I'll probably catch heat for this later. Like my brother doesn't really understand to the fullest. I don't think like how lucky he is to be able to spend today with my mom. Like, yeah. I know a lot of us, like, you say that, and you take it for granted, and I know all of that, but, like, you're my person, but you're, like, my friend person, and, like, that's my mom, and if I could have been there today, that would have been, like, just, I'm, I don't know, just, like, I don't think my brother realizes how lucky and how much, like, I wish I could have been there, you know, and so, it's super hard living away from your mom, especially, like, my dad travels a lot for work Knowing. and stuff, you know, and Mark yeah. travels for work. So it's not like, here, babe, watch the kids so I can run yeah, over like, and oh, I'll fly go for to lunch or, or something, anything. you know, yeah. like they could be called anytime. And I'm just like. And to like top that, like to add into that is like not only like living far away, but like not knowing like when you'll see them again because some I think for people who like live far away from their mom, they kind of have like the luxury of planning like, oh, we're going to plan you know, a vacation on this time. And, you know, usually it's pretty easy. Like it's set in stone, they go, but like a military family, like you don't get that luxury. You don't get to plan yeah. vacations and you, you have to do everything on the fly. So, I think that's you know, honestly, really like you don't get to see them. Yeah. I think that's, we have to decide, you know, like, I mean, both of your D's family lives in Arizona, right? Um, yeah. So it's not as hard, but like for us, it's, do we go to Texas or do we go to Minnesota to like, whose mom do we get to see, you know? And of course, Mark wants to see him and his family. And I'm just like, no, I want to see my family, you know? And so it's just, it's very hard. And if there's like a holiday or something like that, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's just hard living away from them, you know? And so that's what kind of really stinks for me because I'm like, babe, I really want to go see my parents this summer, but also my brother-in-law's graduating. So we have to kind of go that way, you know? And I'm just like... Yeah, I don't know. And it's super sad for me because like, I know my kids are obsessed with my mom, you know, like they love my mom and my mom loves my kids. And so I'm just like, I wish they could have that, you yeah. know, like, oh, we're going to drive around the corner. And see, yeah, grandma's, see grandma and yeah. stuff. So mm-hmm. I think that makes it even more hard, you know, like. Or sure. I'll be like, Mom, I had a hard night. And she was like, Well, if I was closer, I would come. I'm like, I know. It's like, why are you gonna say <laughs> that? <laughs> I wish I could have a sleep, but also you. <laughs> I know. Last year when I went into the hospital, you know, my mom was here for a week and I didn't get I only got to see her the like couple times she got to come up to the hospital and see me. And the day she left, like she would she came to see me in the hospital and she was crying and she was like, I just, I hate leaving you in the hospital and I hate like leaving. And like, it just made me so sad because it's like, this sucks because, you know, we, you don't know when you'll see them again. And, and if it's like, you're like, oh, I'll see them at Christmas. Like, damn, is once a year really enough? Because it, it's not, but you know, that's the cards we're dealt that we, we don't get to see them. But at least when we do get to see them, you know, we'd make the most of the time. Like Felicia and I don't ever really go f- long periods of time without seeing each other. But before Excuse Corona, me. I think the first time, <laughs> the first time, I was going to say before Corona, but the first time that we really like went some, some days without seeing each other is when both of our moms were in town at Christmas and we were like, I'll see you in a few days. Like my mom was coming, like text me if you need me. Right. But, and I think if, you know. well, my whole family had come and I think if it was just my mom, then we'd be like, all right, it's just me, you, Cody, and your our moms. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. We're going to put our all moms together, but it's, I don't know. It's hard. I feel like it's it like is. a, what are those called? Like a, a bittersweet topic, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's hard. Yeah, it's it like is. In such a good way. So I don't know. I love my mama. <laughs> I know. I love mine too. I hope that you guys listen to this and you've thought about good memories that you had with your mom. And if you're a military spouse or a couple, um, well, I guess couple, well, I don't know. Military related. If you're a military related family, like 
just know like we are, our spirit is with you on those feelings that you were probably feeling yesterday with, you know, missing your mom because we are right there with you. But when those moments come up, try to think of, you know, all the good memories and all the things like all that advice that you didn't listen to. Like when your mom told you to quit fighting with your brother and sister, because one day you'll grow up and they'll be your best friends. I remember my mom telling me that and I'd be like, no, I won't. I will literally never hang out with her when I turn 18 and like my sisters are two of my right? best friends. So, weird? but yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> I, but, call, I call my sister yeah. often still, but um, <laughs> if you didn't see our post or if you follow us on Facebook, go drop a picture of you and your mama. Like we love yes. Go drop us a picture of or or the pictures of like when you became yeah. a mama because we want to see those too. To say, like I didn't mean anything when we posted it. I was like, you know. You love all of your children. You love all your babies. They all made you a mama. There's there's so many different... But there's only one that yeah, made you You mama. were like... I mean, Natalie made me a mama. This was my whole first, like, first rodeo, first pregnancy, first everything. Yeah. And so they're all each, you know, special in their own way. And they definitely have their own memories. Like, I mean, I had an asthma attack with one of them. So <laughs> they definitely have their own memories. But there's just something special about, like you know, that would be always. Yeah. And not even like that first kid, but like your first experience, like the first time you ever experienced pregnancy, the first time you ever give birth to a baby, the first time you lay eyes on that baby or you feel that warm skin on your chest. Like that's what we're saying. Like the moment that you became a mom was the moment you birthed that baby. So, you know, I mean, personally, my favorite kid is Charlie. So, (laughs) (laughs) but I still posted a picture of Kyler. I'm just kidding. I love them all I the same. All the, yeah, you all definitely love them in their own ways, I would say. <laughs> like, you love them all in their own ways. <laughs> you know, there's something different about all of them. So um, we hope you enjoyed talking about our mamas. Like I said, drop us the pictures. We want to see all the pictures because we hear all the voices. Yeah. Like, you hear our voices. But, um, yeah. Have you, like, put voices to, like, like the commenters like maybe it's just I have way too much time on my hands here in corona land but I'm like oh so-and-so commented let me give her this accent and then this one commented I'm gonna give her this accent so I need to put a face well it's funny to see like you know you know you think like who looks like who like I know a couple people dropped a picture on our thing and I was like oh yeah definitely looks like their mom (laughs) like Mm -hmm. you resemble Mm -hmm. your mom too and so um I thought it was super sweet so we hope you guys had a fantastic Mother's Day even in quarantine let us know what you did we ate and ate well that was our confession for this week don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest hashtag spill the coffee on the next episode of coffee confections In the now, we're going to talk about everything that's going on in the world around us, from reality TV to coronavirus.